Welcome back to Round Guy Radio as we come to a very exciting event. Uh, we're here at the Kyoto. We're in Kyoto, Iowa as the Kyoto Eagles are playing the Sigourney Savages and I'm with a good friend of the program, Adam Whitehead. Welcome back to the program, Adam. Hi, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Well, you're, you made it to the to Kyoto. Uh, there's yes. a pretty good turnout. Looks like the excitement's building. Uh, you got any butterflies about singing the National Anthem? Here? Not much, no, but it is good to be here. So we're excited about it. So, uh... You, you told me before that you had a kind of a love for baseball. I do, yeah. Uh, tell me a little bit about Adam Whitehead, the baseball player. Oh, you know, I started out young. You know, we did, uh, shoot, I played, I was about 21 years old. And then, uh, you know, always watched after that. I did get, I hurt my arm, so obviously I can't throw very well anymore. Um, but, you know, I've, I've always had that love for baseball. My daddy taught me young, and, uh, you know, uh, later on in the summer, we're doing the National Anthem by Iowa Cubs. Which oh, is my cool. gosh, so, that's a... But tonight, we get to, we get the opportunity and the little, honor little to do little tailgate pregame uh, for that. So, uh, you're sporting a, a nice Adam Whitehead shirt, but I, yeah. I, I, I'm noticing this brand new hat you got oh, on. Oh, they got Where me Where did you get up. this? Yeah, yeah. Um, coach gave it to me. Uh, they, they got me hooked up early on. It fits pretty well. I'm just my size. Good colors, too. Kyoto purple. So, yeah. so uh, tell, tell, remind our listeners, you know, why you were here. What was the event that, that, that connected you with the Kyoto baseball team? Well, it started out with a Facebook post, you know. Well, let's go. We can start out uh, that night. I was in the Sheraton BP, a gas station there in town. And, uh, you know, I, I was going in there to get my drink. Long story short, the fellas uh, let me go ahead of them in line. Well, in this day and age, you just don't see that very often. They were just kind. They had great manners. They were polite. Um, you know, and I thought, I thought uh, to give credit where credit was due, I threw a Facebook post up. I woke up in the morning and, you know, it was just all over the place. So it was good. It was, it's been a good experience. It's good to be here. Uh, small town Iowa has, uh, you know, been good to me at the same time. You know, I like to be good back to small town Iowa. So, so you, you kind of got a start here close in Pella. Yeah. You, know, you, you, you grew up around there. You're living in Sheraton now. Uh, you've got a pretty pretty hot career going. Uh, you, you've got some songs on the chart. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, we've been pretty blessed with some good songs that, uh, you know, have done pretty well digitally. We had we had one that did pretty well on country radio. Um, you know, I did get my start on country radio with uh, KBOE, Steve Shetler. He gave me my first spin, and then, uh, you know, kind of blossomed after that. We've hit, you know, number two on iTunes. We've been on Billboard with the last record. We've got another record coming out that we're excited about. It's got a, a couple good tracks on it. To, you know, we're just we're just looking forward to it. We've been blessed so far, so we're looking to keep the momentum going. So you've been out touring to support your your albums and playing anywhere and everywhere. Yeah, anywhere. Give you can you give us? Can you give me an example? Sometime maybe you played with a country legend or an up and comer. Well, I, uh, I shared a song with uh, Jesse Keith Whitley. He's the uh, he's the son of country country legend Keith Whitley and Lori Morgan. Uh, I was um, I was a huge Keith Whitley fan. Oh yeah, absolutely. He just had a real sound that. Uh, Yep. And just as soon as he blows up, you know, he passed on. That yep. was uh, that's right, that's right. Jesse, Jesse's got a great voice. You know, he comes by it honest with the, you know, them being his parents. Uh, I've opened up for Ward Davis, um, Aaron Goodvin, and it's you know we've had some good opportunities and look to keep them going. Yeah, well, we sh- we sure appreciate you coming here to Kyoto. Uh, well, what is this small town life? That, that that's who you're selling records to. I'm thinking. I mean, we we do a lot of that. We we do both big city and in the in small town Iowa. We play a we play a lot of bars. We play a lot of different venues around. And you know, small town Iowa has been a good support. So you know, it's 
it's good country music. It keeps us going. And uh, yeah, we're, uh, you've actually got a gig tonight, don't you? I do. I'm, I'm playing in Gladbrook, Iowa. Um, Savage Tavern starts at nine o'clock, and so after we get finished here, we're jetting to Gladbrook and making that show happen. So it's a busy, busy life, but a good life. Well, I'm really excited about this game. I'm really excited the opportunity to hear you sing the national anthem. You know, uh, I really appreciate uh, people who respect the national anthem. Thank you, you know, so much. I was in the army for a long time and uh, a real patriotic guy. And uh, appreciate your service. I just like the the. I like everything about this. I like the courtesy that the young men extended you. Absolutely. I like the courtesy that you extended them. And I like that uh, it connected with people yeah. all around. Uh, and uh, appreciate everybody that shared that. And uh, Absolutely. we're looking for a big night. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. We sure appreciate you. Well, once again, we're here at the Kyoto Eagles Sigourney game, uh, Kyoto, Iowa. Adam Whitehead is getting ready to sing the national anthem. The fire department has an enormous American flag that they're carrying out to center field. And so he Welcome back to Round Guy Radio, and we're here with the 
Sigourney Kyoto baseball game. Um, I got the uh, you're the president of the school board. Yep. Yep. Billy Kindred, welcome to the program, Billy. Thank you. Tell me a little bit about the Sigourney Kyoto matchup. How why, how does that why does that just capture the community's attention? Well, the first thing when you think of Sigourney Kyoto, you think you think of football. Uh, with these baseball teams, I know that uh, a lot of these kids on the Sigourney and Kyoto team. Uh, have played a lot of you know football together. They've played baseball together, and you know I think that you can't find a uh, a bad kid among uh, either team. So I think that that makes it uh, extra special as well. Well, the fact that you're you've got good quality men here uh, was uh, able to get some extra publicity for this game yeah. with the kindness that they showed to a country uh, western singer yeah. who's here to sing the national anthem, Adam Whitehead. Uh, how does how has that made the program better? Well, I, I think it was, you know, some good uh, publicity and shows, you know, what kind of kids. I think that the school district uh, is trying to bring up and, and, and raise. Uh, I think, you know, I heard about it, you know, through, through social media, through Facebook and stuff. Uh, about what had happened and stuff, and you know, when I heard it, it, it didn't surprise me a bit. I think that all those kids are good kids. I think they're respectful. You know, I think that they learn that through their parents here in the community, and and I think they're playing, you know, the sports and stuff, especially baseball, uh, right now. Anyway, that uh, that that's really good for the kids. Well, Round Guy Radio was all about Iowa. It's all about life in Iowa. What makes Iowa tick, and what makes Iowa fun, and we like to celebrate that Iowa nice. That was demonstrated by your team. And it's paying off with this huge crowd that seems to just get bigger every minute. And uh, uh, we've got a pretty exciting ball game. But tell me a little bit about the school uh, that you're. Uh, why, why is this a great school, and why did you want to put your time into these uh, on the school board? Well, so you know, the, I've I've been a uh, resident here in Kyoto since I was in fourth grade. So I grew up here, uh, went to school here, uh, graduated from here. Um, I had moved around a little bit in my job and, and went to different places and uh, my wife is from here also and we definitely wanted to come back to Kyoto and raise our kids here. I think that our community is a uh, wonderful, uh, tight-knit community that you know is uh, you know about growing kids the right way and like I said before, you know, with respect and stuff, I think we've got a good school system. Uh, we just had some recognition in the paper not too long ago about uh, our academics here uh, in the high school and such. And so, you know, it, it, it's a great place to be. Yeah, we talked to Superintendent Hendricks about you guys getting designated as a, a high-performing school, basically. Uh, scores are above above the state standards quite a bit and uh, got some recognition for that. Uh well, what is it about community, uh, the Kyoto community? I mean, I'm from Richland, so I'm really familiar with, with Kyoto. They always have, I drove over here, the flowers are blooming, the yards are mowed. you got a lot of nice, beautiful homes. It seems like a, a good community. I'm just looking at people lined up all along the building and everywhere around here, and it just, it, it seems like it doubles about every 15 minutes. Uh, it's a major support. How has that support helped uh, carry through the, the kids' education, through their sport, through their athletics, and through the other programs. Well, our, our community is, is, to me, second to none. They, they support uh, our academics, they support our athletic programs, they support uh, elementary, high school, uh, little kids when they're down in the, in the city ball. Um, and, you know, every time someone comes here, they can, uh, 
uh, always find someone that's you know wants to come up and strike up a conversation with them. Everybody's smiling here, and everybody's happy to you know visit with people from uh, you know out of towners, just the same as people in town. Well, we appreciate you stopping by and visiting with us. Is there anything you didn't get to talk about that you wanted to? Um, I don't think so. I just appreciate you having me on. Well, I appreciate you running such a good school that's given opportunities and creating the kind of young men that America needs, not what America seems to have. Yeah. So we appreciate you. Thanks for being on the show. Welcome back to Round Guy Radio as we continue our coverage here of the Sigourney Kyoto baseball game. Uh, we have a guest with us, a really hard-working candidate. Seems to be in the area tonight, Helena Hayes. Welcome back to the program, Helena. Hi. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. So, uh... What, what's brought you to Kyoto today? Well, you know, we've only got, what, um, 11 days left of the campaign. So I've been door knocking, visiting people, meeting meeting all the folks around here. I'm This is the furthest I can get away from my community and still be in my district. So <laughs> Kyoto has been an incredible town to visit. It's absolutely beautiful. The people have been friendly, talkative. Uh, just enjoyed it so much. Little base hit down the third baseline. This game's going to pretty exciting so uh kyoto is a beautiful community really well manicured yards beautiful <laughs> home. Uh, love their high school sports i mean what do you think about how big this crowd is here tonight i'm impressed this is you guys got people up on the hill filling that entire hillside bleachers are full this is impressive, and you got a perfect night for it. You couldn't have asked for anything better. So it's really, I definitely see parents. Really turn it nice off. complex and a great, it is. a great place to enjoy a game. Isn't it? Yeah. You got the girls' synchrony uh, game on one side. We got the, yes. the boys on the other. Uh, place is packed. Uh, the, the burgers are great. Uh, <laughs> Haven't had one of those yet. So uh, I'm seeing your signs everywhere. Uh, <laughs> You're just out there and you're you're really really driving home. How's the campaign going? It's going fabulous. Uh, You know what? It feels like a snowball. You know, this isn't the time of year to talk about snow, but it truly does. It's a snowball just grows and grows when you roll it and you want to make that, you know, that 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 snowman. Oh, and there you go. So, so you're coming over to this part of the, the, you know, kind Uh of the places that you maybe didn't spend a lot of time before. What have you found out about this part of Iowa? what are the people that you've met and what's what's life like around here? You know what I would say to that? What have I learned about this particular area? You know, I was told that Keokuk County was not as conservative or Republican as Mahaska County. And I'm finding in my experience, that's actually not that true. Um, I'm finding a lot of conservatives. I'm finding a lot of Biblical, biblically based people, um, a lot of people concerned about the same, very same issues that are that we are seeing in Mahaska County. So I'm finding just the same voice. It's the same voice throughout my district, which I'm thankful for. I'm not surprised in one sense because it's what I had thought, and so I'm 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 hearing the same voice as my own county for sure. So uh, tell our dist- tell our listeners what what district you're running for, when the election is, and and what the area is. Okay. So, Helena Hayes, I'm running for District 88 for the Iowa House of Representatives. And that district includes the eastern half of Mahaska County, all of Keokuk County, and the northern part of Jefferson County. So it's a very much larger district than it was before. And it includes Oskaloosa, New Sharon, Sigourney, and all those little towns. All that South English, Kinross, Ollie, 
Frederick, lots and lots of communities around that um, are fabulous small communities with small schools, very rural. So those are the counties. How can our listeners follow your campaign, contact you, or, or... Or social media, how, how can they get a hold of you through that? I would love for you guys to check out my website, helenaforhouse.com. I have a Facebook page also, and that would be under Helena for House. And check that out. There's contact information there. You can learn a little bit more about me. I want to be a voice for the people. I don't want to necessarily fight for the establishment. I want to fight for what I see as... Um, traditional values, conservative values that are not being represented accurately at the state house. So please look me up. Well, if sweat equity means anything, <laughs> this gal is out working hard, knocking on doors and campaigning. And there, is there a, uh, an event or a debate or anything that uh, you could point to that maybe people could come listen to? Oh, you know what? Uh, we had one forum in Oskaloosa um, sponsored by the Republican Party uh, Central Committee of Keokuk, along with um, the Mahaska County Central Committee also. That's done and gone, though, and right now, no one has called any more forums. So if any of you people are out there listening and you want to hear from your candidates, you got to call the forum, uh, any, perhaps, um, any groups, any groups at all. Uh, I'd love to, I'd love to do that. I'd love to bring up the issues with my, my primary opponent. I'd like to draw some distinctions, very key distinctions between us. Um, yeah, please, I invite you, if you guys want to hear from us, a meet and greet, whatever, know your, know your, know who's running for your house. Get to know us. Well, we've been talking to Helena Hayes. She's running for district. It's 87, right? Uh, 88. 88, 88. 88. District 88. House she's District 88. trying to be my rep. She's, yep, she's definitely that's right. impressed me with her, her campaign. Uh, if you want to hear a little bit more about her, you can check her out on Round Guy Radio. She did a, a really nice interview with us. Thanks for being with the program. Hey, thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Welcome back as our coverage of the Kyoto Sigourney baseball game is coming to a close here. We have a, a friend of the show's here, Coach Jared Jensen of the Sigourney Kyoto football team. Welcome back to the program, Coach. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, you had an outstanding season. Uh, I know our, our listeners love love hearing from you. T- tell us about what's going on in the football program this summer. Well, you know, we've got uh, June 1st. We can start, start working with our guys. So, uh, you know, we'll have uh, speed, agility, weights, some uh, – you know, some, some on-field work just to kind of prepare and install. And, uh, you know, we, did, we, we definitely get, uh, you know, great great commitment from our guys. I mean, I think last year we were pushing about 98% of our guys were, were there the majority of the summer. So, uh, you know, I think that pays a lot of dividends that with the buy-in in the summer. Built, so. built a lot of cohesiveness. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. So you, you, you've got a tough task this year. You're going to have to replace your running back and your quarterback this year. What uh, – what steps you can have to take to keep the level up where it was with uh, those two outstanding players? Well, you know, we're, we, you know, those two are wing back, uh, half of our most of our linemen. I mean, we're 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 gonna be kind of reloading. So, uh, you know, we we've got really good kids. I mean, we had a, we had a great junior or a JV season. Uh, you know, went undefeated there, and, and you know, just I think those guys are, are chomping at the bit to get their chance. You know, they sat sat behind some some really good seniors, and uh, you know, now this is their opportunity to show what they've got. So who do you got? You think that's uh, showing showing you some motivation and 
maybe some uh, ability that you're looking forward to? Well, you know, I think I think you know the guys we have coming back. I mean, Evan Vitito started the last couple years, and uh, you know some of the other linemen. You know, Colton or uh, uh, Connor Strand. Um, uh, you know, Will Carlson. Um, you know. Just a handful, a handful of those linemen. I mean, we're gonna have to find the right fit. Uh, we might have to move some guys around a little bit, uh, you know. But but our 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 base, I think, is there with with a lot of those guys. We just have to kind of find the pieces. Do you have a pretty good group of guys going out as far as the volume of players? Yeah, you know, we had our meetings uh, uh, the other day, so. You know, we we're, we're right around. I think we'll probably be right around 60. Um, if, if we get yeah, everybody that came to the meeting, if they if they uh, end up coming out, uh, you know, there might be some guys that weren't at the meeting that'll come out. So, you know, I think anywhere from 58 to 62 is kind of where we'll be sitting. Well, that seems like a, a pretty good for a smaller school like you guys are. What is it about Sigourney football that catches the interest of so much of Iowa? When you appear on our program, the list of cities that listen just grows and grows. You know. Uh, there just seems like a, a tradition of, of success that other people in, in Iowa pay attention to. Well, you know, Sigourney Kyoto <coughs> football, um, you know, there, there has been a lot of success. We're kind of, you know, I'm, I'm in that position where we're getting to where we want to be, but, uh, you know, a lot of our a lot of our players' dads played, you know, SK football and, and won state championships. So they, I think they know what that's about. Uh, you know, uh, the uniqueness of our offense, I think a lot of people are, are uh, you know, kind of drawn into. Uh, you know, we've had some really good, uh, really good defense the last few years. So, you know, I think, I think, you know, kind of where they were in the in the 90s and early 2000s, you know, we kind of drew back a little bit uh, and we're kind of getting back to where, where they were there. So uh, I think a lot of people around Southeast Iowa knew, knew who SK was and, you uh, uh, you know, now that we're, we're kind of getting back to where we are, it's kind of sparked some interest from, you know, maybe their time back in the day watching them or hearing about them. So, um, you know, just just an exciting group to work with, you know, and, and uh, committed kids. And we're just we're just happy to be where we're at and, uh, you know, get the season rolling. We, we discussed about, <laughs> you said the schedule is basically the same, <laughs> except for your whatever teams you played home last year, you're playing away and yep. vice versa. When is the first home game? Um, gee, uh, date wise, I'm not sure. I think the the last Friday of uh, last Friday of uh, August. So I don't know what what exactly that is. 28th, 27th, 26th, somewhere around there. So uh, we'll we'll be we'll be facing Durant at home. They'll be a tough task. We saw them twice last year. The opening game and then uh, second round of the playoffs. And, and I think we, we kind of showed the growth we, we had throughout the year. Had a tight game the first time and, and kind of blew them out the second time. But uh, you know, they've, they've got a really good football team. Uh, really they good players. They do seem to have a back. pretty good program. And that's quite a long drive, isn't it, to Durant? Yeah, well, yeah. It was, it so. was every bit of an hour and 45 minutes. And um, you know, so Luckily, we get them coming back to the snake pit and uh, see what we can do. Well, we sure appreciate you having you on the show. Uh, looking forward to getting to the snake pit. Uh, Scotty, you got any questions before we let this go? Yeah, being a guy that loves the gym, I want to know who's your, who's your strongest player coming back next year. Who's putting up the big numbers? Um, you know, I think Cole Clarehan um, really did a good job this year. Clay Morse. Uh, I think uh, our, our three rep, our three rep max. He was pushing, I think, nine sixty with bench squat and clean. So uh, I think he was he was a four four hundred sixty pound squatter. So um, you know, just just some 
we've got some solid kids. I'm, I'm excited to get back working with the Kyoto kids. Coach Weeks did a great job of, of kind of implementing, uh, you know, workouts and, and lifting here in, in Kyoto this last this last year. So, you know, it's great to have a, a coach on staff in both schools. So, you know, we can we can do kind of do the same things, just not have to be together until the summer. So. Um, we're just excited. A lot of growth out of a lot of kids. You know, a lot of those younger guys that are freshmen and sophomores are going to step up and, and uh, you know, surprise everybody. And uh, we're just excited to get back on the grind. That's, well, that's, last uh, question I'm going to ask you about is uh, uh, assistant coaches. Who, what, who's your assistant coaches and how are they helping you get ready for the season? Um, well, you know, Coach Weeks is over here in Kyoto. So uh, he, he was he was on first, first year last year. Um, you know, he was kind of a sponge last year. Just really, really in, in, in impressed me with everything we did. He would talk about, write down. Um, you know, he's a note-taking guy, just trying to learn on the run. And uh, you know, the guys that we've kind of had. Uh, well, a, another new newbie net last year was uh, Coach Kelly. Came from he he coached at Cardinal for a while. Was in Eddyville for a while. Uh, you know, another guy that's just really intelligent. You know, brought a lot of knowledge to the game and. Uh, you know the two that I've had uh, for a number of years now are Coach McCauley and, and uh, uh, Coach Sellers. And Coach Sellers is our, our main line coach, and uh, Coach McCauley uh, is our defensive coordinator. So, you know, we, we hope to get a few more guys. Uh, we had a, I had a few more guys talk to us about uh, getting certified and coming out and helping. So, you know, it's 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 tough having only five coaches when you know. You've got a lot going on, and uh, you know you look across the sideline. You see a lot of them teams with 10, 15 coaches, and uh, I feel like we, 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 I feel like personally we get we get a we get we get a lot out of our guys with with the few number of coaches we have, and uh, you know that that's a lot on the kids. They listen, they learn, they implement, they they do what we ask, and uh, you know so they tend to make our job easy. But uh, you know we're just we're excited to get rolling. Well, we. We're talking to Coach Jared Jensen, the Sigourney Kyoto football team. They play against each other in basketball and baseball, but they, they come together pretty solid for the football team, don't they? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, just just that's the one thing I love to see is, you know, they're, they're together on the football field, and then they compete against each other, and I think that tends to bring the best out of all of them. Well, we sure appreciate you being on the program. Thanks for your time. All right, go Cobras. Well, we're here at the, the Kyoto Sigourney uh, baseball game. It's just wrapped up, and we're here with the player of the game, Bo Smith. Welcome to the program, Bo. Thank you. So uh, you, you pitched the full game. Uh, you won the game 10-1. to 1. You, you, you really pitched well. You you changed up your pitches well. You, you changed the velocity. You, you know, you, uh, you you stayed in the strike zone. You didn't. You didn't overwork yourself. You let your defense play you. Tell, tell me about how you felt about the way the defense played behind you today. Uh, defense was great. You know, any ball that goes in play, full confidence of them to make the play. So it's a lot easier on the mound pitching when you know you got a great defense behind you. So tell me about what kind of pitches were you throwing tonight? I was throwing fastball, curveball, and then a slider. Yeah, those are my go-tos. Now you, you, you stayed pretty consistently in the bottom half of the strike zone. Is that something you tend to try to do? Um, they had some hitters that struggled in the low zone, and I know the ump liked the low stri strike zone, so I just tried to keep it down there as much as possible. So your your curveball, it uh, it breaks sharp, yep. and it breaks late. Uh, it seems like you throw it with a pretty good amount of velocity. Yep. Uh, do you have any other pitches besides those? Uh, yeah, I throw a changeup every now and then, but I really am confident in my curveball and slider to get the job done. Well, I, we, me and Scotty uh, both thought that you uh, – Threw a lot of strikes early in the count, and we felt like that was 
one of the keys to your success. Is that something you try to consistently do? Yeah, getting ahead early as possible is the best thing you can do as a pitcher. It helps you out a lot when you're in a pitcher's count. So I try to get ahead as quick as possible. Now, when you were hitting, it looked like you uh, weren't seeing a lot of pitches. They were they were they were staying away from you. You walked two or three times, but then you did get a pitch in the strike zone that you hit pretty hard down the third baseline uh, later in the game, didn't you? Yeah, I walked three times. I didn't see many pitches that I could put the barrel on, but later in the at bats, I got one I could put a barrel on and got on base. So. It was a good night on that. It was really, really outstanding talking. Scotty, you got any, any questions for this young man? So you're a senior? Yep. So are you looking at it? Have you signed on with any colleges? Or are you looking to play college baseball? Uh, no, I haven't decided yet. Haven't decided yet? Well, you just, we really appreciate you being with us. Thanks, Bo. Player of the game, Bo Smith. Oh, shit. Well, we're here with uh, Coach uh, Crawford. Mm -hmm. He's uh, Lee Crawford. He's uh, with Sigourney. The, Really played an outstanding game today. Tell, tell us what was the keys to victory today. Uh, I think really just you know Bo Bo throwing strikes for us and uh, you know our defense kind of just taking care of business. We got an excellent outfield. Uh, our infield was kind of jumbled today, but uh, we had a couple errors. But uh, otherwise, you know our infield just making plays. Our outfield being where they're supposed to be position wise, uh, and then really just Bo controlling the game for us on our side. Um, and then we took advantage of some walks and then. Really got timely hitting when we needed it to get some RBIs in. Yeah, it was just like you told me on the uh, on the phone when we talked that you mm -hmm. just move the line. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't you don't sit back for that three run homer, but you just no. can you know you, you you guys understand the strike zone and you weren't you weren't offering it pitches out of the strike zone tonight. That was a, a pretty good. Pitch. No, I, and, and the only thing I would add to that is you know late in the game I thought uh, Caden Clarehan threw really well for them and. Um, we needed to keep the foot on the pedal, so to say, as far as late in the game and putting other runs up. But, you know, otherwise we took advantage of a lot of things on the base paths. Uh, we were aggressive with stealing bases early um, to put a little more pressure on them that way and uh, kind of change, change the momentum of the game as well. Well, that uh, wasn't Colt Clare's brother. What's his name? Caden. Uh, Caden Clare. Yep, Boy, Kaden. he had a curveball, didn't he? Yeah, he had and a nice, he really nice had it working yeah. tonight. That was, uh, yep. I was really impressed. And yep, it, me it, too. It, it changed the dynamics of the game quite yep, a bit. It did. It changed the momentum. And, and right you away. know, there was a couple times you had some guys in scoring position, and that curveball seemed mm -hmm. to get him out of some some problems. Yep. Your outfield was outstanding today. Yep. Just they, outstanding. Yep. Uh, they really did. And uh, I saw there was a couple ground balls that uh, I didn't think your infielder had a, had a shot at getting the guy. But they must have some really strong arms. Yeah, we've got some good arms out you, there. Because you were able to yeah. nip a couple, couple well, of runners I, I, at first base. In our in our interview, I told you we've got a, like you know seven to eight pitchers, you know, and basically all those kids out there pitch. So uh, they're throwing all the time. They've got pretty good arms. Well, how many how many pitches did Bo have tonight? I believe he's at 105, 106 at the end of the game. Well, he was pretty conservative. I was talking to Scotty. I'm saying, you know, he's averaging 15, 20 pitches a game, you know, yeah. where, where Colton, you know, he was having control problems. Yep. And he was probably yeah, around usually, 45 he, usually pitches a, an inning. Usually Colton's dead on. And, yeah, he yeah. was. But, uh, you know, uh, it was a different. He just wasn't on tonight. He did throw. He did show uh, a lot of velocity. Mm -hmm. And uh, yep. uh, but you guys really, you know, you, you put the bat on the ball. Right. You yep. didn't. I, I didn't see where you were trying to drive the ball or pull the ball. No, and we talked. Just to... making that contact was was the helped you guys really yeah, get, we, get a good. Yeah, we talked lead. in pregame about not overswinging and not, you know, turning your body. And make sure you got good front side just to make good contact and put it in play and make something happen. So Well, you really did have a good game plan. Your team yeah. executed that game plan. 
They they didn't make a lot of mistakes. Yep. Uh, the outfield. Yeah, the mistakes really, didn't mistakes didn't kill us. So no, when they uh, happened, so uh, it, was, it was good. It was a good deal. So I noticed that Kyoto didn't run on your catcher, and this was your backup catcher. Yeah, this is actually our third catcher. Third string yeah, catcher. Third, third and, string catcher, yeah. And, the, and you're still catching that much respect. Yep, yeah. Well, I think when you're, the game plan, when you're down runs, yeah, you, really you don't, don't want to you, you take, any, take any guys off there. the bases. Yeah. But uh, it, was a, it was a really great, well-played game. I yep. really thought from both people. Uh, I'll just ask you this one last question. What, what was it like to see all the support today, all the people oh, I think it's always, here? And I don't think it matters what sport it is when you get certainty. If it's certainty Kyoto football, certainty Kyoto basketball you know you put any time you put the two towns together you're gonna get a good crowd so there's a lot of, there's a lot of community support you know between uh you know support whether it's football or baseball or basketball there's both communities are uh very much backing the the teams of the school so well we've been talking to coach crawford whose team just had an excellent game they're off to a great start uh, you know the the score was ten to one. It wasn't a, it wasn't a uh, ten run rule. That's the yep. first time you haven't had a ten run rule. Uh, I thought Kyoto played uh, pretty well. I thought it was a pretty interesting yeah, a game, game for yeah, good for game. you know uh, you just kept them from scoring. You know yeah. I mean they they'd had your runners here and there and they weren't advancing and uh, yeah. Bo just really pitched good. And, and that's and, when we're when we're our pitching's on and our defense plays well. It's that's a good thing. I think we've given up two runs on the year now in four games and I believe both of those are unearned. So. Well, I sure appreciate your, your, your visit with us, and thanks yeah. for your time. Thanks for the Congratulations, coverage. Coach. Yeah, thanks for coming to Sigourney and Kyoto. Appreciate it. All right. Bye. Oh, we saved the best for last. Ladies and gentlemen, Scotty Melvin. How about it, Scotty? What, what kind of a ball game did you see tonight? That was a really solid game, man. That was uh, some strong pitching. Uh, I know Colton didn't have his best control, maybe, but the kid can throw it. Yeah, he does have the velocity. <laughs> the ball's popping in the glove when it hits in there, isn't it? He's got a hot oh. arm. But what, what I what I really enjoyed watching the Sigourney Club, um, like I told Coach Crawford there, it's like watching the 80s Cardinals. They, they don't have any weak spots, and they, they work with what they're given. Uh, they work the, they, they work the, uh, the count full. They got walks. They capitalize on errors. They didn't try to do too much. They take that. advantage of what the other team does, don't they? Yeah, they did. If they make mistakes, they're they're gonna they're gonna burn them on it, you know. They, they and if you the eliminate the, the mistakes, this is probably a three or four to one game, yeah. you know. Uh, but yeah. a lot of walks and uh, you know some timely hitting. Yeah. You know they did get they did they did get those hits when they, they had the bases loaded and. Uh, yep, they sure did. It was. Uh, they, they made them pay for error uh, for any errors they made. Uh, yeah, they they uh, capitalized on it. There's some pretty outstanding athletes on the field tonight. Yes, both both clubs have outstanding athletes. We knew them from uh, several of them anyway from the football season, so we were going to see some quality athletes out there. Well, how how were you impressed with uh, is it Clayton Clarehan behind the plate? You know, the, he came came in second and pitched. Colton's brother, I believe so. I can't keep all of them Clarehan. Well, anyway, the, the second kid that pitched for Kyoto. He had a big breaking ball, and he really had it working, and it was uh, getting him out of problems, and he didn't really give up a lot of runs, and uh, it, it changed the dynamic of the game. He yeah. he was able to hold him in check, and Kyoto played a pretty good game, and they, they had a fairly good defense. They made a few more mistakes, and they, they paid a lot for the mistakes that they made. They did. Like you said, it was a lot closer than the score indicated. And I don't know if these guys will probably match up again before the season. Well, over, they'll so. play over. They're in the yeah. same conference, so they'll yeah. have to go to so Sigourney and play. I'd be interested to see how game two turns out. Uh, 
both good. Yeah, that was a couple of quality ball clubs. I think they're uh, both going to have some big-time success this season. I look for big things from Sigourney especially just because they seem to have such a, a, a loose way of playing and, and just no weak points. They were the conference champs last year. They didn't lose that many guys uh, from the team. They seem uh, a very cohesive team. They seem to play very well together. And uh, it was just a beautiful night and a big crowd. We had Adam Whitehead here singing the national anthem. I, uh, it's probably been the first baseball game, high school baseball game you've been to in a while? Yeah, it's the first baseball game I've been to in 10 years, so, give or take. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I seen the uh, Burlington Bees play quite some time ago. Um, yeah, it's been a good decade since so, I've seen a baseball game live. But uh, you appreciate these kids' athletes, and there's the, yeah. the athletes that you were drooling over in basketball and football, yep. some of the same ones on the field here tonight. and yep. uh, The usual suspects, and, and they didn't disappoint. So tell me about the atmosphere here. What, what, was, uh, what was it these like are, to see all are, this uh, big crowd? and Small communities, which is what I'm used to. It's what I grew up with. It's what I live in now. And uh, yeah, that's, there's nothing better to do on a, on a Friday night or Saturday night or any any night of the week and come out and watch your kids represent your community and these two communities here really set the standard um, no matter what sport it is and to see them both going at each other instead of playing together is, it's always an interesting dynamic that's uh, similar to what I grew up with back home and uh, it's cool to see the kids that play together for one sport go at it as opponents in another and uh, well, communities backing them both it's no no uh, fierce but friendly well uh there's no bigger champion for the high school athlete in Southeast Iowa than Scotty Melvin. Thanks, thanks for being on the show, and uh, we'll, we'll uh, keep up on baseball, and we'll talk about it the rest of the summer. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Well, this has been Round Guy Radio with news you can use that won't give you the blues, and thanks for listening.